Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fifty, he didn't come become quite a producer on the television side. I like his style. It's Burgundy and Gold today. It is Super Bowl week all over the country, and uh, heck, I remember training camp. It doesn't seem like I don't know Eminem. You, what about you? Seems like this kind of went fast. Yeah, NFL always goes by fast, yeah, man. Yeah, it went, it went by. It went by fast. It's uh. Joe Valario is going to join us, and I can't wait to get into his mind because any man that made his living with his hand in the dirt is my kind of guy because I know that um, he had to get hit in the noggin more than once. And uh, Joe, Joe joins us now. Big fella, how you doing? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Thanks so much for, for having me on. I'm just up the road here, up I-95. I'm in Philadelphia. That's where I grew up and where I live, and obviously Pinboy, my affiliation yeah. with the Chiefs. So, you know, I'm I'm going to have cheesesteaks and hoagies on one side of the basement, and we're going to have uh, Casey barbecue on the other side of the basement for this game, and we'll see where people's allegiances stand with, with the food that they pick. Joe, uh, you and the family, not only a baller, but also a podcaster and, and a man who gets it. I like them both and have had them both. <laughs> And uh, B. Mitch, who, who played, you know, of course for the Birds and, and of course, for the, Andy with the Chiefs. And so when we were covering uh, the Chiefs in the game with the Commanders, uh, he gave me the number. I called Andy and Big Red hooked me up with a place with one stipulation. You can't say it publicly because he's got some, yeah. you know, he got some things going in the mix. Right. And so I never mentioned it and I won't, but I did go up to him uh, in pregame and uh, – he got a laugh out of it. It was fantastic. I mean, anytime it just falls off the bone. Now, you a Pats guy? What's your f- with no. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I mean, yeah, there you go. But it's it's uh, that's such so touristy. I, I have I have you know four places I send people depending on what part of Philly they're in that they have to go to to get a real cheesesteak. Not that Pats and Geno's aren't real, but they're okay. just you know just because you see them in the music. No, videos no, that's why and, I, I love that. Movies, I love that. Yeah. You gonna throw a name on us? Yeah. Yeah, Delisandros. De oh, okay, Delisandros are the street from each other. Yeah, Delisandros. Uh, ma- ma- mamas, if you're hungry, because it's big and it's four. There's four cheese blend. 
Uh, and they just stuffed that role. It's so good. <sighs> and then, and then, of course, Jim's on South Street, which you yeah, know, that's gym. you know, and it's the bread. Yeah, so I mean, it. it's the bread. It, it really, is. as much as we talk about the cheese, but it's the bread. I've always yeah, found it's yeah. like the difference between eating it there or taking it to go. It's a different experience. Yes, and you gotta, you know, and you gotta, you have to. Uh, I'm a chopped guy. Okay, like I like it chopped. I don't like to fold it over. I'm with you. you. Know. I'm with you too. I'm with so, you. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we're we're on the same page. Look, yeah, look at this. So now, we're, now we're now we're talking about Philly and not the Chiefs. Well, let me ask you this: because of that ferocious front seven that yeah. Philadelphia employs, uh, I can't make a choice today because I'm waiting to get intel from the site because you know what it is. I've seen guys pull a muscle on Super Bowl week. I've seen guys yeah. break a leg. I mean, everything can ha- anything can happen, and sure. they should be even. That's why they're in this damn thing. I think right. people say, well, wait a minute, who do you like? Hell, I like both of them. But right. at the point right. of who's going to win it, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the job that Reddick is pulling. He's elevating this game. There's always some dude on either side of the ball that plays his best ball the last month. And Hassan, I'm telling you, they knocked two quarterbacks out of the game. And I just think that group right now is showing me the most the most intensity in the one unit that I don't think can be equaled. Yeah, yeah, they're they're those two sides of the ball for both teams. I think are a top shelf. I mean, you know, the Eagles. It's probably arguable that they have the best offensive line in the league, tackle to tackle, and the Chiefs are, you know, maybe a, a, a quick second, you know, to that. And and I, I believe that not just because I am part of the fools, right? right. I'm a fraternal order of offensive linemen, right? Um, you know, I, I do believe that they are two of the strengths of, of these teams, and, and and they're so similar that you know you kind of almost have to put them aside. In that, you know, the one thing I know that the, that the Eagles are going to try to do is to try to create some one on ones for Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. and I think the the Chiefs are going to try to create some one on ones for Chris Jones. They're going to they're going to be stacking the defense to where the centers have to go to the opposite side of those two guys, and then they're just going to have to have to let their tackles and, and guards play. So I, I think that's going to be a chess game within the chess game. But all in, you know, I think these two teams are so similar in the way they play across the board, except at the quarterback position. And as magic as Patrick Mahomes is, you know, what he does with the ball and how he takes advantage of that offensive playbook that Eric Bieniemy and, and Andy Reid have put in front of him, I have to say that the RPO is probably going to be more of a factor if it gets moving than will be Patrick Mahomes' magic, and that's just me being honest. I, you know, no, I can't I know. I know. because you know the, the, neither neither defense has seen a quarterback like this. But when you look at what Jalen Hurts can do with you know that offense, if he gets the RPO running, he's a hundred percent, and he can take it up off tackle as opposed to what he was doing against the Forty ers and skirting to the outside and going out of bounds or sliding, you know, if he can run the off-tackle RPO and he can hold those linebackers and make those defensive linemen just stutter just a second, he could. it could be a long day because you saw how they were gashing against the 49ers. I mean, some of those runs, I, you know, I could have ran through through those holes. <clears throat> yeah, we've, um, we've seen the, that. No, <laughs> That's yeah. a big one. And that, that does mean it's a big one. You know, Joe, because you have such vast knowledge of both teams, um, this is the least – amount of times I've ever seen a Philly game where Fletcher Cox has not been 
the item of discussion, the reason something happens or not, that shows me how their defense is elevated. Because for so long, he was like Mighty Joe Young. And now he's still balling, but he's not. we don't talk about him in their success the way we once had to. No, same, same you know, him, him especially because he is such a staple here, right, in Philadelphia. I mean, he's, he's loved, he's beloved, and they love him here in Philly. And, but the crazy thing about it is, how about Indomica Sue, right? You don't even, <sighs> he barely sometimes gets on the field. Now, that's what the Eagles have done, right? They've created a lot of depth because you know. Mm-hmm. And look, I played offensive line. I can sit here and brag on offensive linemen. I'm, go- I'm going to say that rushing the passer is the toughest thing in football to do. I think on on a, on a consistent basis. Yeah, eight or nine plays in succession. You damn right. It is so tiring mm-hmm. going backwards and playing offensive line is nothing yep, easier. You see, just look at just physically look at the guys during a two minute drill when the defensive linemen are sucking wind, and the offensive linemen are just like, okay, here we go, another play. And it's because it is so darn hard to rush the passer, play in and play out, and that's what the Eagles have done. They've just they've built this rotation to be so effective. And then you throw in a guy, you know, that reminds me of the old days of, you know, the Derek Thomas and the, and the outside linebacker mm-hmm. who could, who could act as a defensive end and be that rush guy. I mean, that's what Hassan Reddick has done. So I'll tell you, that's where the Eagles have stepped up. They've stepped up their game, both on the defensive front and, and at the wide receiver. I think that's, that is the difference between when the chiefs lost to them, or I'm sorry, they lost to the chiefs, you know, 40 something to 20 something mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. To, to what the, the difference that this game is going to look like. I think it, for the Eagles, they're closed, that gap has closed both in the, what they've done at receiver and what they've done on the defensive front. And Brandon Graham, he's no joke either. You, The Eagles won in the front office to me. It was mm-hmm. – yeah. yeah, they got players, but they won upstairs because they made strategic yeah. moves and the, and the poor – the casualties that are in, in um, the Titans, people got fired for stupidity. And right. and and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, two great matchups. Um, because our guy Eminem, he we have to help. We help people make money, and so based on your experience, <laughs> this is what he's an expert at. Right now, what what's your what's your gut tell you? And even if we have to put an asterisk by this and say, well, that was on Tuesday, we'll do that. But we do need yeah. to know right now that if that double barrel's pointed at you, where you going? I'm going I'm going with the Eagles and I'm going thirty one twenty seven. Um that's because I, I think that's they're gonna, I think some points are gonna be scored. I think there's some wow. scored points are gonna be scored. That's a lot. And I think, you know, the the jitters are gonna be there, you know, it's the Super Bowl, the defenses are gonna be trying to figure out these two special offenses, right? Because you know how it is. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if if the Chiefs right now don't have the right scout team emulating the Eagles and putting the right penny on, on whoever's emulating Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders and, and, you know, and Dallas Goddard, if they don't, there's going to be more of an impact on what the scout team does to the Chiefs defense these two weeks than vice versa than, than what the Eagles can do. Because, I mean, I'm not saying you can emulate Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, you can rep their offense. It's you know I when I when I coached high school football in the Philly area I coached for eleven years and we ran the triple option and I used to meet up with coaches all the time and be like man you guys killed us we used to beat teams we had no right winning against teams that outsized us twenty thirty pounds across the line because we ran the triple option so well 
And I'm telling you, it freezes people. It gets you out of your game. It makes you make bad decisions on defense. And if, if, if Jalen can hold those linebackers and he can get those defensive linemen just to stutter step just a little bit, you know, we used to have, say, I remember we played one time, we played against, we were a small school in Pennsylvania, and we played mm-hmm. against a team that had three Division One athletes who ended up, one of them was a tackle who became a, a, a starter as a true freshman at Pitt. And somebody wow. said, well, Joe, how, 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 are, how are you, and we won, and he said, how are you going to beat these teams? How are you going to block so-and-so? I said, guess what? We're not. We're not going to block him. We're going to option him. We're going to make him make decisions. And it paid off. It paid off for us. Well, Philly did to Dallas. Philly did the same thing to Dallas. The first time we had seen this year 11 normalized, it was Philly. And they didn't block Mm -hmm. him. They they optioned him. But, no, Joe, you sound like a coach, and that's a good thing, man, because you're helping young kids live the dream. And uh, we appreciate you sharing time with us. You're in the books right now, and we got you down 31 27 and Michael, you hold him accountable, right? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. I, I, right, I, I well, like that score well, prediction. We, that would be the over. There you go. All right. Yeah, hey, yeah. Joe, man, we'll be hollering cheese, at you now. Cheesesteak yeah. on that one. Cheesesteak, right. yeah. Hey, you're listen. permanent now. You're a permanent fixture. So keep your phone All close right. by you. I got it right here. Anytime, guys. I would All love right, to join you guys again. This was fun. Have Thank a Thank you, one. Joe. We appreciate that. Joe Valario joining us, Philadelphia and Cheesy Cheesecake guy and a barbecue guy, Kansas City, where he put his hand in the dirt. And that is good stuff. We are going to take a break and come back and light the lamp up. 301-230-0980 is the number. We're going to take your calls. Next stop is Gary Clark, future Hall of Famer, talking Super Bowl with us right here on Burgundy and Gold Today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm back! Get up off of that thing! I don't know how you do it, Eminem. You're too damn young to have this depth with your musical uh, interludes. 301-230-0980 is the number here. Jackson uh, will be hosting the Hoffman Show this afternoon. So give it for Jack. If you're looking for Big L, he is hosting Overtime on 106.7. The fan, get a big fella some love. 301-230-0980 301-230-0980 is the number. And let's start with Chris in Damascus. Chris, what's up? Hey there, brother. I hope you're having a good day. I'm doing uh, you got better than that. Things. Bob Gibson, you're right. After 1968, they yeah, lowered, they lowered the, mound. the mound. They lowered the mound because the man pitched like 38 games, had 30 complete games, and probably about 15 shutouts. So the ERA was 1.12. Look at you, Chris, hey. showing off again. Hey, man. When you were bad no, behind, no, Bob gets, no, and I know that guy. And Frank Robinson, Frank Robinson yep. talked about Bob. Bob tried to throw in tight, high and tight to Frank, like Drysdale. So did Don. Frank but did. all I'm saying, when they change a rule, that I means you are a badass. Okay, and then uh, and the second thing, and that's why I'm the next thing I'll comment. And I'm not. This is not my. But uh, Kareem, well, Cinder, Kareem. Had a career like no one else. Bill Walton was better for a couple of years. He was. John, John yeah. Shoemate was better for one day. Okay. Okay. Look at you. Okay, but now hold on. So it so you can judge it like that. LeBron is great. Mike is great. So yeah, like you were saying about the heiress. Okay, now the football. This whole week, this should be Joe Namath week. None of this. Started till so whoever caught Joe Namath on that lawn chair and said, "I'm a." There's never been a Super Bowl with the biggest point spread like the Jets versus the Colts. Yeah, and media row. Yeah, you're right. Media row is the result on the of that. And, and it just blew the whole thing out of the way. It made me go watch Bob Hayes for heaven's sake on the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. No, man. So there you I'm go, not, I'm anyway, not, I'm not mad you very at much. you. Have a good show. And you're hitting it right, hey, Chris. Thank you, up. man. Thank you. We're going to South East. James, welcome to the program. How y'all guys doing? Hey man, we're having we're having really too much fun to be getting paid. Okay, for listen, yeah. I wanted to, you know, say something about LeBron approaching okay. Kareem's record. Let me hear it. Now, I don't know if anybody said this, but I would like to know how many games did it take Kareem to score those thirty eight thousand points? How many games have LeBron been in to score the amount that he scored, right? Yeah, that's a, that's course. been documented. But again, we don't judge it that way. We never have, even though the three point line didn't exist for a certain time. That's what makes all this so unique. They're all champion. They're all badasses. I'm not trying to take anything away, but I think sometimes we get we overblow it. It's like I don't think Oscar Robinson has ever gotten what he really truly deserved. Because to me, the big the big O. 
I mean, that triple double, it was unmatched, like his whole damn career. But it wasn't, he wasn't given the due to some of these young folks. Now, understand, technology has changed. Hell, the light bulb hadn't been invented for some of these cats doing things. So I understand all that. I just well, think Doc, sometimes you know, we tend to blow it up. Big old, I say the big dipper. Now, when I oh, say yeah. that, you know what right. I'm talking about. I know you're talking about. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. <laughs> See, now, I would like to know. Now, I, don't, I know Will scored over 30,000, but I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how many points. But I'll bet you nobody scored the amount of points that Will scored in less games than he scored. You're probably right, and I guarantee you, if Sheehan was here right now, he'd know it off the top of his head. We'll have to research it, but we'll get the word out for you. I, I like what good. you're saying. I like what you're saying, and you're not saying you're not. And you're right, Chuck, in the district, say hello. Yeah, what's going on, man? How you doing, Doc? Hey, man, we're living the dream. It's Super Bowl yes, week. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Hey, man, a lot of people think that Kansas City going to be Philly, going to outblow them. I'm like, you must be out of your damn mind if you think you're going to outblow Philly. This year, I think I got to give Philly their credit. Mm-hmm. Salute to them. Salute to their fans. I mean, they did what they did. And I think that this is just the turning point of the NFC East, the way that I look at it. I think that next year, all four teams – are going to make the playoffs. That's my that's my prediction. Well, you're not jumping out on the high dive now because three of the four, and we the only ones that was too dumb to take advantage of it. It should have been or could have been that this year. But I think that, like I said, the NFC East is back on their dominant. I think it's about to come back from the 80s and the 90s. I think that the NFC East is about to wipe people out again. Well, I hope you're right. And you're not far off because the Giants – uh, you can say whoever you want to say was a, was the weak link. They all have a lot of talent, but it's going to come down to the quarterback position. And right now, Philly yes, is so far ahead of everybody. Yes, Philly sir. settled. To me, the rest of us are trying to get it settled. Philly got it. That's yes, their sir. guy. Hurst is the yes, guy. Sir. Now, if you think Dak is your guy, and look, I hope Dak stays at quarterback. I hope <laughs> Dallas don't change a thing. I like them just the way they are. But for Washington, okay. and and uh, in this case, it, you're right. I like what you're saying. Makes sense. Shoot, who, who, who knows? I mean, shoot, Dak might end up getting traded by Derek Carr. We never – that would not. be fun. No, I hope not. No, 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 no. Let's leave Dak alone. <laughs> Let's not change anything. I love it the way, the way it ends up for them every year. Let's leave that alone because this works to our advantage. Thank you for the call. Right. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yeah, Eminem, you look complex, man. You jamming? Yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, do a little editing over here with the podcast. Oh, okay, the first yeah, okay, hour. good. Okay, do you think? Do you think? Don't let me get in your way. Um, I, um, Big Tony, who I love it when it's when it's. I always hope that it rains, and that Big Tony's out there acting like he is. Uh, he's hunting. That always tickles me. Joe Valario, he's a good dude, man. I, I could talk. I could talk. Cheeky. When we would go to Philly. Sonny would always have cheesecakes in the locker room, and Larry and I and Cooley, the boys, we'd get there early, take the um, first bus over, and we had those cheese cheesecakes in um, in the locker room. Everybody from Philly, I, I like it when you are associated with an item or something that categorizes your area with it. 
here, you know, you hear a lot about the Mambo saw. You hear a lot of things about it, but I don't think it's one thing universal around here. Because, you know, but to be crab cakes or whatever, but that's more Baltimore to me. What's Virginia? Mm, that's a good question. That's uh, my point. It's not like it's not one thing that that sticks out with you. Yeah. Like Chicago has their deep dish pizza. Yeah, that's what they say. That's exactly what you think of. I don't like it. I don't like the thick. I don't like the deep. I mean, no, I like things. New York style thin. Yeah, yeah, New York. Yeah, I, I like that. But it just depends. I think it's cool to have a thing where people go, "Hey, I'm going to D.C. to get," you know, and. I'm going to ball. Something like that. I think that's really. Um, it's like in L.A. You, I know, growing up for years, Roscoe's the chicken and waffle thing. It became a real big a thing that you go down. You know, chicken and waffles. But it was something. Now Super Bowl. That's the other thing about it. In the conventions or wherever they're set up, the food court. Oh my goodness gracious. It'll be off the charts with, now this will be more Southwest because you're in Arizona, and they'll do that Southwest cuisine. I'm sure there'll be some barbecue. And then Philly, I mean Kansas City, they'll be rolling down them cookers, and they'll be doing a queue. We did it. Sam Lagarde, I tell everybody, he took the cooker out. They drove it out. And at the hotel, they had, we had ribs. Ribs, man. Ribs don't miss. It's an elite food right there. You know, it. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody say publicly that they don't like them. I mean, like the dry rub, love the dry rub. Either way, there's a number of different ways you can do it, and people will do it. It's like chili. Chili's different in different regions. I was in Cincinnati for three years, you know, and they, they take great pride in theirs. That's not my preference, but they take great pride in it. It's a difference in how certain regions like things. And they'll say, well, this is the way we do it. Same thing, it happens with Carolina, you know, and barbecue. It's different, you know, Carolina barbecue is more of a vinegar. They love that. Not my preference, but, you know, they love that. It's just certain regions and areas that, but I like it when it's prominent, when everybody kind of knows it. Now, I had this discussion with my friends the other day. What is, like, Doc, like, what's your favorite two sides? Like, you got your entree. What's your go-to sides that you like? You know, it's hard not to have one of the sides mac and cheese. That was it, my number just, one. Yeah, mac, it's just, to me, if I could only get one, and this is one thing I have a gripe out about. I'm not even going to mention the, the chicken, the company. But my whole lifetime, you pull through there, you got two sides. Whether you got mashed potatoes, make baked beans, you got coleslaw, you got whatever. And last time I went through there, they said, no, there's only one. I said, what? What? And it has made me now that I may never go through that line again. Because I'd rather you charge me more. But don't take away my options. If I'm, I'm used to getting baked beans, coleslaw, mac and cheese, or and they said, no, now it's only one. I may have been that one location. I don't want to kill the whole brand. But, man, that really pissed me off. I said, what? Yeah, well, we only did one. Because sometimes you go for the side might be it. And um, But I know where you're going. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great question, and it also 
now that they're serving collard greens more often everywhere. It used to come upon a time you had to be home to get that. But that's always number one with me. If I had to have one and just have one with my ribs, I'm doing collard greens. What about a drink? Do you like soda? Or? I don't drink sodas. So do you ice? I'm a big iced tea guy. Yeah, I'll do not. Yeah, yeah. As long as I get to add the sweetener, I can do it straight. Yeah, sweet tea's the best. Yeah, yeah. But it depends on who's blending the sweet tea and what is accompanied with it. Some like a little peach hint to it, little limpses, a couple ways you can go with it. But you, you're hitting some things that in the summer right now, I would want to be at a barbecue immediately just by, I hate this, this topic because it makes you hungry. And I would take good fried fish over the ribs. Oh, no, if you can work that fish, I'd probably go fish. Yeah, you touched on it a couple minutes ago, Baltimore, Maryland crab soup. That's my favorite, man. Yeah, now that, now you're starting to get into the one thing I, I was I'll give I'll give Baltimore credit for that crab. Oh my goodness, that's good stuff. That's good stuff, especially done right. Just like the whole evolution of the crab cake. Every crab cake's not the same. We figured that out as soon as I come from the E. You come out here, my boy. There's some people, and I'll, I'll leave the names out because I don't want nobody. Step on nobody's toes. But every crab cake is not developed the same. There are a couple people in Maryland that have it on lockdown. It ain't even close. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's stupid. The secret formula. It, it, it is. And when you can do that, it's just like these games. We're talking about teams that have a flavor and a style. You know, in Philadelphia – it really is, if if he is healthy, I mean, Hurts is such a freak. Because don't forget, he was undefeated until that commander machine rolled up in on him. And quiet is kept. If he were healthy, I think this would be a wrap. It wouldn't even be a it wouldn't even be a question. He's a buzzsaw. If he's healthy. Because it adds such an element to that run game, because very few people on the on the professional level are equipped to deal with the option. If this were college, I, I feel completely different. They're, they're trained for it, see it more often. The NFL doesn't even want quarterbacks to run at all, let alone when you start threatening them with a mobile quarterback. That's not just elusive; he's a running back. That just happens to be able to throw and call the play. I mean, he, the dude is stupid. It's how good he is in that particular role. Now, when Tim Tebow was running, the whole world went nuts. Tebow can't carry his jock. It's a whole different element. You ain't seen. This is where I don't think he gets his due. This dude was MVP caliber. If he doesn't get hurt, he's the league's most valuable player. Period. Aim close. And guess what? Even with the injury, I bet you he's top three when it comes out. Remember, you heard it here. Bet you he's top three. If he can be out and still be top three, what does that say? He's elite. Says his team should win the game. As much as I love my homie and all that, 
when you look at this dude because the way he he is, see, if it's just like when Mahomes had Cheetah, that was stupid. That 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 didn't even make sense. With Kelsey and the threat of run, that that meant they was lethal. And even that didn't, I mean, you could beat that. This dude here, Hurst, with the weapons he has outside. See, the Eagles have two ones. They're not even noted as a passing team. And they have two ones. And and the t- I'm telling you, they're loaded. It's just in a different way. We have not been able to interpret it or explain it properly. And they got so many superstars on, uh, you know, not only on defense, but on offense, the Eagles do. But people forget about Dallas Goddard. That's my point. Listen, son, I'm old enough to remember Steve Young in his, in his, when his height and the way he was talked about. Jalen Hurst runs – it's not even close. Steve Young was athletic and he was elusive. He ain't no running back. Jalen Hurst could play running back the way he runs and throws. And it, and it, he, but he doesn't say much. He's humble. If he had RG3's personality, if he ran like – talked like RG, this dude would be on the cover of Wheaties Boxes already. You haven't seen anything like this. I'm telling you. We don't know how to appreciate this dude yet. Watch. You'll see. Freakish. It's crazy. Quick break. Don't forget, Gary Clark, 8-4. I refer to him as G, future Hall of Famer. He'll be with us. That's how we roll here on Burgundy and Gold today. Stay around. I couldn't help but uh, wonder what actually was going through Russell Wilson's head a year ago. Uh, I'm not a guy. I don't get into revisionist history. I said it when it happened at the time when uh, Hackett was hired. I go, this is Aaron Rodgers' pen pal. He's the guy that gets Aaron's beer and fills up the ice keg. He's his, his, he's his valet. He ends up getting a head job in this league. No big surprise. I mean, it happens a lot in the NFL. The NFL, is, a, is, is it is what it is. Because no matter what you do, you can't wound it. It's impenetrable. You can't kill its value. People will watch no matter what. And they don't care. And, and they're not going to, they don't hold grudge. You went in and just ruined the reputation of a proud franchise. Eh, so what? And now you you go back and you and you hear that Russell Wilson has his own quarterback coach, his own parking space. That's not new. I mean, they, they usually award certain guys a space close to the uh, in the parking lot. Now, again, as a guy who majors in team dynamics. I'm going, you want to rip apart your team? Then start separating certain guys and giving them privileges. Oh, you want me to block for this jerk? But he's got his own parking space, his own office, his own coach, and his own PR guy running around for him? I mean, seriously. That's one thing I can say without a doubt. Joe Theismann? 
warrior. It, 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 it don't mean you can't still show up with a Brooks Brothers suit on and a briefcase, you know, and be about your business. But the dude was blue collar, even in a suit. He was a worker. Russell Wilson, this sounds like I was so glad when I heard that that CEO Ron was, they mentioned him, I go, oh, for God's sakes, no. Please don't. Not Russell Wilson and not Aaron Rodgers. I know a lot of you wondering, what are you talking about, you nitwit? Those guys are great. Yeah, they're great players, but they're team killers. Even when Seattle was really good, you heard about the division between the defense and the offense. The Legion of Doom, they just tolerated Russ. They didn't like him. They just tolerated him. You can't have been witnessed a bigger jerk than Aaron Rodgers. But guys play for, with jerks. They protect jerks as long as they're not jerks to you in the locker room. They may be a pain in the rear end, the media and whatever else, but they never show that side to their teammates. Russell Wilson, and he was garbage last year. Even though he was led by a complete moron, the moron shouldn't have been able to affect him. He's been playing too long. That's what disturbed me. That's what got to me. That's what's not right. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. A jerk coach cannot disrupt a badass, a quarterback, because the quarterback runs everything. He just ends up calling what he wants to call, check out of whatever the nuts sent him, and do it. I don't buy it, man. I smell a rat. Sean Payton came in and said, what? Well, Sean, what do you think about running? He said, what are you talking about? Now, if you think for one moment that he didn't already settle that squash that before he signed, then you're crazier than a road lizard. Sean Payton, he's, he is the equalizer. He'll fix it. Remember the Saints, you're too young to realize that the Saints were terrible. They were awful. They were a joke. They wore bags over their faces. You know who fixed it? Sean Payton. Denver is a proud franchise proud fan base, loaded with talent and have defense. They just had a brain fart. And this is what happens. I mean, I, Steve Zorn was the head coach here. Steve Zorn was a hell of a player. I mean, he could, he could coach. He wasn't ready to be a head coach. He didn't ask for that. He was thrust into that. That was a bad decision. And it ended up not being what it ought to be. But that was on, you know, Steve didn't play. The players couldn't fix him. But Russell Wilson, watch what happens. And why would he need an office? Does he not meet with the team? Does he not hang out? Does he not have an office at home? I mean, what? I mean, that that got me. I don't know if you guys, did, you thought it was okay. Cool. All right. I'm just giving you a little insight on this. I thought he, I think he was ridiculous. And, um, Watch how quickly he fixes it. Russell, he'll correct it. I don't blame him for asking. Should have been told no. Should have been told no. But who was going to tell him? And again, no matter who I mention and give you background on them, they're hired immediately and given 
uh, positions already. This dude got a job. He's the coordinator now of the Jets. <laughs> Just I can't believe it. It'd be like an ex-con, a guy coming out of Sing Sing, right, for mass for some heinous crimes, and then you look up and say, "Hey, you know Harry's teaching over at Woodmont. He's the he's the principal or whatever." That's how ridiculous these things are to me when it comes into football. I look at it that way. It's like unbelievable. Or giving a guy who just got a drunk driver deal and you're putting him in charge of transportation over to high school. You know what I mean? It's that ridiculous to me. But apparently I'm the only person that um, takes a look at it that way. Super Bowl, media day. There'll be some stories. I can't wait to survey what the dumbest question is asked today. It'll be something ridiculous. It'll happen tonight. It'll be all over the news. Now I get into your wheelhouse. A record 50.4 million adults will bet 1.6 billion on the Super Bowl. Now how fired up are you and how many different categories will you pursue aggressively? Aggressively, yeah. I'm a big player prop guy. But as far as the Super Bowl itself goes, I mean, I'll be dabbling in everything. Give me the coin toss. Give me the opening kickoff bet. You know, color the Gatorade at the end of the game. Why I, are you going tails on the on the on the coin toss? I'm going heads. You're going heads. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going heads. Oh, really? I wasn't sure if we we're gonna save it until Friday, but yeah, no. I'll give a little little oh, sneak no, I'm peek. Just previewing. No, I, I if, love. If you want them to be here Friday, <clears throat> you got to get them to spread the word. They yeah. gonna say, man, Eminem is throwing out. His what he likes on Friday, and then Friday will be a record. Yep, the record set. Yeah, give, yeah, give me heads. I mean, I don't really have a lot of reasoning behind it because it's a fifty-fifty pick 'em bet. Uh-huh. But you know, I just think uh, I just like it. I'm just leaning that way, okay. and I like how it's like um, you know, like a spectacle. They always have a you know a, an old player, like an old school player, come in and do the coin toss and make it all dramatic and you know everything. So I like heads, though. I mean, I really don't have a a, a big reasoning behind it. I think last year was tails, and I think I went heads last year. And um, I don't know. I'm just I'm excited. I'm gonna talk my friends into hopefully taking heads too. I'll be at a big watch party, and hopefully a lot of us will have heads, and you know we'll be celebrating before the kickoff. Now at the watch party, first of all, how big? How many people do you expect to be at your watch party? Probably fifteen. So not okay. not well, super big. Yeah. Well, it depends on the room. Size only matters based on the place you're watching it. Yeah, you the, know, the whole I mean, day itself is going to be awesome. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. We got a big yeah. UFC card Saturday night, so I'll be with my friends all day Saturday watching yeah. college basketball, watching the fights on Saturday night. Yeah. We'll wake up, maybe maybe play a back nine or front nine of golf on Sunday morning, and then, wow, you know. Look at you. Yeah, I'm really excited for this weekend, Doc. No, I can tell. Look, I'm fired man, up. I'm, you know what, that's, that's the beauty about youth. You should be enthusiastic about it. I mean, you're not in debt. I mean, why would you? You should be excited about this. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, I, I I mean they're 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 all over the place. The reason why and um, and I've I've said hosting the first time you you host a Super Bowl party. I remember being at at out in uh, in Southern Cal and having a party at the White House, which we used to call it. And it is it, it is amazing. And then, but when you're actually in the game, you all you can remember is the party, and the fact now they are watching you, 
or you're being introduced or whatever's going on, I always reflect it back to the party. And usually part of the quiz, there's always hot dogs. But I like the uh, the Franks or the, the uh, Lynx. I'll take a link over hot dog, three sixty five. I'm right there with you. See, links and and you start and we'll wait for Friday to get a little more tips. Try to see if you get it down. And and this is where, and this is what the tradition is. The wild part about it is being in it and remembering those those parties and those events and just how big this is. Then I think about. NBA championship and how big, I mean, that start, cause you're not, I mean, you're following other championships, you know, the world series, the big ones, the, 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 the hockey, I mean, Stanley cup. I don't care if you don't watch, but five hockey games a year, you watch every single Stanley cup. <laughs> you don't, you don't miss Stanley cup. It's right there. It's 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 head to head with me between uh, like NFL playoffs. In my opinion, are like my favorite to watch. But NHL playoffs, it's a different breed, man. It is. It really is. And it, and it, and it probably, I would say, and I don't even know if they care because they have their they have a they have their own society, own Marco. But if they really reached out more and really tried to get after people that really don't get it and get them in, they would. They dominate because for a lot, the problem is with it, the translation from television to live, that's where they lose. Because if you're there, you're at a rink, there's no way you don't get hooked. TV, it may not be the best television sport. Yeah, NHL did take a big step up in publicity this year. They signed a deal with uh, ESPN, so now ESPN televised all their games. But it's also like the promotion aspect, like in between commercials on Sports Center, NBA games, you get that little uh, smart. drop of you know NHL highlights in there, and then it gets kind of fired up. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll watch the game on ESPN on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it's it's smart, but no, this this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Um, baby, baby AI, he just walked into the building. I love hearing what young people do on these super, super Sundays. And it's different, you know, East Coast, West Coast, in terms of time zone. This here, um, it's just interesting. It it really is. And I've always, are you part of the group that I really think the Super Bowl should really be on Saturday? Yeah, I completely agree with that. I just think that it's one of those things that somebody's got to admit they were wrong and just change it and fix it. But they're so stubborn because they have to go to work. Now, for us, work is still the game because the best shows, the Monday morning, I mean, for the AM guys, I mean, it's torture on them because, you know, Sheehan, the junkies, they're up at 3 a.m., well, the game just going to be overrun by the time they settle down, especially if they party. I think I'm sure Kevin will have a big extravaganza at the club, at his club, but that's a rough gig at 4 a.m. the next morning. That's a rough gig. Yeah, I think that should de- the Super Bowl should definitely be on Saturday. But and don't mean to you know jump jump uh, levels here, but 
It also makes no sense to me how the college football national championship is on Monday every year. Another thing. You're right. But I think for the kids, they're probably trying to put them in that Monday night window to where they expand the base. That's all I can say for it. Um, But college sports, it's a Saturday. I'm like going, would it kill them to have it Saturday? Like the kids are accustomed to playing. And, you know, those are some people that are making those decisions that, quite frankly, have probably, probably never been in a locker room. So they're not thinking that way. But the Super Bowl, Super Saturday, is something like the 18-game schedule that I believe we'll see it. That will happen. Yeah, I really do. I really believe that that, that, that will happen. Um, and I don't know. Maybe it's pro. I'm sure it's programming. The Nielsen rating, somebody smart. Galdi will explain it to us one day and tell us why it's not. We'll take a quick break. We come back. Um, I just call him G. You're quite familiar with his work. And uh, the JMU crowd knows him very, very well. G. Clark talking Super Bowl right here on Burgundy and Gold today. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.